What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Burnett. Hi. Chuck Nally. Hello. The energy is high here, folks. Uh, That's all high, because Trey's not on the video game show anymore. (laughs) Fired. Yeah. For doing the dope. We have a strict no-dope policy. There's no hope with dope. I don't know if you knew that, Josh. Nope. Pushing rope with dope. How about you take it with dope? I would allow Josh to take said dope if he'd pep his ass up right now. I'm going to need you to to get up to my energy, Josh. Match my energy level. I'm out of alcohol. The depressant? I'm sure there's some... Cream cheese you can spoon into your mouth, you sick bastard. <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> so much so that the bagels I had grew more than I had to throw them away because I had nothing to put on the bagels. Put some peanut butter on it. I don't have peanut butter, that green shit. Peanut butter, cheese, just eat a bagel. <laughs> you fuck right off. You got some fruit? Put some fruit on it. On a bagel? You never it already had the bagel? cinnamon and the raisins built in. The, oh, that's, yeah. that's on you then for letting those go bad. God, that's cinnamon raisin bagels are real good. Actually, I could have just used butter. Butter would have been fine. Yeah, you put butter on it and you're good. This is on you. Don't you blame the bagel. <laughs> I didn't blame the bagels. I blamed the cream cheese. I won't fucking stand for it. That is a Josh Barnett problem. I am going to order the world's spiciest white chocolate, by the way. I can't help it. I, I'm here for it. I'm See, just going to eat the entire just, thing in one bite is the thing. We're going to go small bits on the podcast with that. Is, is spicy white chocolate a Mexican version of Jason Williams? <laughs> <laughs> it's just Carlos Arroyo. <laughs> Oh, God, that was apt as hell. <laughs> Jason Williams was the shit. Like, four years, he was very good. He elbow-passed like a mug. It was awesome. Everybody tried to do the elbow-pass after that. I'm pretty sure And One existed only because Jason Williams was a thing. <laughs> yeah, hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, the professor. Have you the guys professor seen of, is, what? Have you guys seen any of those videos where the professor goes to streetball courts dressed up as Spider-Man and just wastes people? Yeah, it's awesome. It's real, real good. The professor is just Jason Williams that didn't quite make it to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> he is good, though. I mean, he tr- he basically travels on every single play, but he's really good. <laughs> That's my energy, Josh. What are you doing? Trying to figure out how to get peanut flavor into a hot sauce. Because I feel like you can't just grind peanuts. At that point, you're making peanut butter. You put peanut butter in. I've already told you. I have a recipe for this. It, it tastes great. I want it to be an actual hot sauce just with, like, peanut flavor. Get peanut this extract. Ah, oh, penis extract. Got it. Yes, yeah. extra. I was going to say, you begrudgingly type that fucking show title, you bitch. <laughs> that wasn't begrudging. That's good. All right, energy. All, yeah, this show is all about the Xbox. And is back. <laughs> I'm so in. Uh, Xbox, yeah. They had a. Uh, uh, game showcase uh, a couple of months ago showing some of the third party stuff um, uh, and uh, just some um, smaller studios. And then this was more first party stuff or people working very closely with them. Um, had a big show. Uh, first off, a couple of things of news that weren't announced at the show. Um, bigger things Microsoft is, uh, for one, halting production on the Xbox One X. Uh, and the digital uh, uh, Series X consoles. Uh, 
from what I read, they're both pretty expensive to make, and they're about to have a new system out. So that's just where they're why they're doing that. They figured have one version of the other one, and if they want more power, they'll just get a new console. So that that's the digital S, by the way, the S. Yeah, is that not what I said? You said X. No, oh, sorry, the one X and the digital S. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, and then the other big news, which I don't think is fully out yet, uh, Xbox has ended its yearly subscription to uh, uh, Games with Gold, or Xbox Gold, which comes with Games with Gold. Um, the one-month and three-month options are still available. Um, so far, most of the people in the industry seem to expect them to eliminate them and just get rid and make uh, Xbox Gold free. Um, but all and but the only benefits you get from it, like games with gold and Game Pass, would just it be incentivized by uh, having Game Pass Ultimate, which makes sense to me. I don't think you need to have Game Pass uh, Ultimate and a uh, subscription. It just makes sense to go and get Game Pass Ultimate and have the subscription rolled into it, and then you get all the awesome shit of Game Pass for very little more money. So if you're going to have one that's lesser, just make it fucking free so you can play online games I, I thought this was a smart move by them uh that we'll wait to see that that is what they're doing because they still have to eliminate the one and three month things but i can't see them doing that there can't be that many people subscribing month to month on xbox gold i mean month to month is still ten dollars it's all the same amount there's no deal on it it's just on how you do it, everybody just expects them to get rid of it. So why not? I would like old- free games. My name is Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <Take> got him. <laughs> Josh, what say you? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I do agree. If you have an Xbox, there's no reason to not have Ultimate. Um. But some people just don't want it. They don't care about Ultimate, and they just want to get their game separately because maybe they only buy one game a year, in which case it is cheaper. Um, yeah. It's hard to like really argue against the value of Game Pass at this point. Uh, so I think it's fine. I just don't like. I think taking away the yearly option to, or taking away the option for people is not necessarily the best look, especially because there's not really an announcement behind it. I think if they were making some sort of change and they are doing something like making gold free and then you get ultimate as the like premium version, they should do this all at the same time instead of just stopping the yearly subscriptions and then maybe later announcing something different. I agree with the timing thing. I don't, I do think everyone seems to think that's what they're doing. It's just they're rolling out. Supposedly I read one thing that, they didn't mean to take it down when they did, like, right away. Then they're like, well, let's just roll with it and see where that goes. Um, that it was all supposed to come down at once, but that's hearsay from some guy that knows a guy within the industry. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if it is going, like, free gold, but if you want any of the games with gold or uh, Game Pass, obviously, then you pay $5 more than you were paying a month and you get awesome uh game pass and that ultimate you know that ultimate is available for pc or xbox you're getting the best of both worlds and everything it's just an awesome deal so if the other's free i and i just can't see them not going that way it seems like the smart move uh anyways let's talk about the show um they had an official this was the weirdest part of it they had a Licensed by Xbox, like Microsoft was okay with it, official pre-show on the Game Awards channel with Jeff uh, Keighley, uh, Chuck's best friend. Chuck, did you you watch Jeff Keighley? I put a black box over his face whenever he was on. Random note, I just got a, a message. Apparently the Destiny group that I used to run raids with is still on Discord and talking frequently. I think they ran a raid tonight. They said, good game, knocked it out tonight. That's real, real random. Wow. It just popped up on my computer. I'm sure those guys get laid all the time. Hey, Dave's awesome. And Dave's Jake. awesome. Uh, I don't know the other people. Uh, I was originally in that Facebook group that's been muted for like seven years. Um, yeah, I don't think they still uh, use that. <laughs> uh, it was you, Evan. Huh? 
<laughs> the joke's on you, Evan. You've got You're nothing, right. you. Um. Anyways, uh, so Joe Keely had the official pre-show where they did some game announcements. I see why they weren't like actively advertising it. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a quick rundown of what's available on there. They showed uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S. That's on Game Pass. Uh, that is coming out December fourth this year. If that's your thing, you give um, that the respectful full title it deserves. No. What what did I miss? It's ridiculous. Uh, let me pull up the uh, full title. I well, that's, a good thing you had that, that's a good thing you had that joke in the chamber, Josh. It is Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age, like DXD version or some shit like that. I'm trying to remember the exact title. All right. Uh, while Chuck, you look that up, <laughs> they showed a throw your headset, you bitch. Free to play game coming out in 2021 called X Omeka. Uh, basically, it's a battle royale looking game with mechs. It looked kind of cool. I'm not going to play it. They look kind of cool. Uh, they had their own little Watch Dogs Legion trailer that we saw at the Ubisoft Forward. Um, they showed a cool little game called Echo Generation for 2021. Uh, it's a, a top down, like, uh, turn based uh, RPG style game uh, of these kids. Like, it almost like looked like a uh, oxen free type uh, story. Uh, it looked kind of neat. I'm not going to play it just because I don't like turn based. Uh, Hello Neighbor 2 was debuted as a world premiere there. Um, which evidently people love Hello Neighbor. I don't know why, but they do. Um, the IDA Xbox Reel was actually at, on the pre-show. That showed a shit ton of cool-looking games, including Future Game of the Year, The Artful Escape. Never coming out? Uh, oh, it's coming out. And then uh, from the Balan it's Company... coming out. Balan Wonderworld was shown. Uh, as people lost reveal. shit over that. It looks... Oh, stupid. It is way too Japanesey for me. Uh, um, but I guess there are people that are legit excited for it. I saw a bunch of positive reactions online, and I was like, I could not want to play a game less than I want to play Balan Company's Balan Wonderworld. Josh, what about you? Is that a Josh-ass game? Not so much. Uh, while I do enjoy Sonic, and I liked Knights back in the day, uh, this didn't look like a game necessarily that I needed to play unless it was on a Nintendo system and from Nintendo directly. Um, it kind of like somehow doesn't look as good as like Mario Odyssey as far as a 3D platform is concerned. Um, but it, it is from the original designer of those two properties so i mean people really really like them um sure good on them i guess it's just not a thing for me this, oh, see man. to me this looked a lot more um pokemon than it did mario it see it to me it looked a whole lot more like just like the costumes of like that you've had a lot more of in mario over the past couple of years specifically but it totally is a 3d platformer like you could just see the way the levels were set up and feeling very much like a uh, 3D platformer. I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> it's Ballin Wonderland, right? Me, Anyways. Yes, correct. You, From the Ballin I couldn't remember his name. Yuji Naka is the guy who created or designed Sonic and shit. Such a common name. I don't know why you wouldn't remember that. True story. Yeah. Josh has disappeared from my screen. Lucky. Dick. Lucky dick. Uh, well, I hear you. And it says you're here. I just don't see you anymore. But, you know, what else? All right, let's talk about the main show. Um... Evidently, one of two. Um, I thought we would see something from almost every studio. We saw a lot of the first part studios, but there's still several we didn't see. Um, we have one coming later in 2020. Supposedly, we're going to see uh, some surprises, and I read that they're trying to get the initiative to get a trailer ready for that, which would be a good thing. Um, but 
we did get a whole lot of stuff, and it should be really emphasized that literally every game we're about to talk about, and I don't think it's getting enough credit. Uh, to her credit, Alana Pierce had this video like for 15 minutes on her channel on YouTube talking about how it's insane how people aren't talking about Game Pass and how insane of a good deal it's become. Every single show we're about to talk, every game that we're about to talk about is available day one, day and date on Game Pass. Um, that's insane. Um, starting off, I, go ahead. I have I have thoughts on why people aren't talking about that as much. Because um, I do think it's a great deal. I think it just really comes down to your preference. Um, a lot of people are taking the side of this conference sold Game Pass really really well but maybe not showing you why any of these games are necessarily worth getting super excited about and so like yeah it's great that i get access to all these free games because i'm paying for game pass but at the same time if they're games that i wouldn't want to buy necessarily outright to begin with is it really worth getting that excited about i don't personally completely agree with that but i understand why that mentality exists well without game pass though like i would have never known about uh the Outer Wilds, or Children of Morta, or like a bunch of games that were really, really good, I would have never played. And I agree with you. I think, like I said earlier, I think it's an insane value. I just, that's why people aren't focusing on it so much. I think this conference was great for selling Game Pass, and if you were already convinced to buy an Xbox, it did enough to make you feel pretty secure in it, but I don't think it won a whole lot of people over to buying an Xbox if they weren't going to already. I think they showed a lot of really good games, like stacked up against PlayStation. I think PlayStation has the slider edge because they have some of the bigger, like just absolute like AAA first party games. Going to they showed Miles Morales, which isn't even going to be a full like main game, but it's fucking Spider Man, uh, and then Horizon. And while this one had Halo, which is a huge game. It doesn't have something quite that level, but it, all the in-between, if you take out Bethesda, which was a huge get, getting time exclusivity for PlayStation, I felt that this was just as good. I think Bethesda is actually really what put PlayStation over. Um, I saw a ton of good games on here. Um, and the fact that you can play them all first day on here, and some a lot of them will be uh, uh, time exclusives or exclusives. It's just it's insane to me. I also think people just want any reason to not give Xbox credit. Um, so they open up with Halo, Halo Infinite, which is about what I expected. It got the most out of it. Uh, got some story content. Of, yep. First time we saw this game, it was like random dude stranded in space coming across Master Chief. Um, and this kind of picks up later on with that of them arriving back on uh, the ring, it appears. Um, I don't, I always have trouble. I always have to go read a synopsis because I don't remember what the fuck happened in the, like, in the story to get us where we are. I'm not, I'm a, I like Halo. I'm not a massive, like, huge fan of it. So I always have to get caught up. I always end up enjoying it. Uh, this but is a new ring. We got, I'm sorry. It's a new ring. This yeah. is the thing that the uh, the banished from Halo Two have created, um, yeah. and they get hijacked by a huge guardian. I remember that that we're pretty sure the Cortana's controlling that pulled it out of like their jump at the end of the game. I do remember that part. I did not even realize the banished were not brand new to this game. That's how much I know about the Halo story. Yeah, Halo Halo Wars Two. The best part about it was they introduced. Essentially, this badass group of brutes uh, led by this guy named Atriox. Um, and there, there are some great visuals in Halo 2. The Halo Wars series in, in general has some of the best cutscenes in video games. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's Blur. Blur does amazing work. It's Man, it's so good. I like just watching the stories every now and again. But uh, Atriox is just this massive brute with a huge war hammer. With like scars all over his face and and uh, a beaded beard and all that kind of stuff. So bringing the banished log at the end of this trailer, wasn't he? No, that was not him. He was talking about Atriox, but that wasn't him. Okay. Uh, we saw a lot of gameplay. 
the cinematics like went straight into gameplay. Um, there's been some controversy over the graphics. To me, I thought it looked really good. It was clearly alpha footage, but I thought it looked really good. Game looked fun. There's a grappling hook, which looked really fun. Uh, and other than that, it looked like fast Halo. It felt like there was way more picking up a lot of guns and switching than normal, or maybe that's just them demoing it and playing better than I play Halo. Um, yeah, I think they were more trying to show, like, they, they did a really good job of showing a lot new in that trailer. Like, what are the new guns? What is the grappling hook able to be used for? Uh, to me, not the world's biggest Halo fan. I love Halo 1 through 3. Like, I really love, 3 might be one of my, like, probably is my favorite in the series. Um, this looked like more Halo to me. I agree that when I first saw it, I thought it looked really good. It's hard to look at some of the screenshots people have pulled and take it super seriously. Um, a lot of people are going super hyperbolic in terms of like, and on both fans and non-fans alike, just like saying that it looks like garbage. I don't think it looks like garbage. I just don't think it looks like a huge step over anything that could be made currently. I don't think anything coming out in the first year of next gen is going to be a huge step over. I don't think another game for the next two years is going to look better than the last of us two just did. Well, nothing can look better than The Last of Us 2 because it was basically just a movie. But, I mean, that's my point. People have got to realize that it's the style of the game, for one. The rest of it's going to come in processing power and, like, ray tracing and lighting effects and stuff like that. I I look Uh, forward to being trapped under a world for two hours in this game and then Chuck destroying the fucking ghost that I was trying to get into out of nowhere. That wasn't me. That was Evan. It felt like a Chuck move. One of my favorite gaming moments. That was a bunch of bullshit. That wasn't me. It felt like it was. What goes unnoticed is it was a fucking incredible shot. It was across the map, and I fucking hit it dead fucking on. It isn't the most impressive gaming thing that happened that night. The more impressive thing is we texted Trey awake. After an hour of trying, we texted him enough for him to finally wake up and play Halo like he fucking promised. Yeah, but we, right. don't need him. we don't need him anymore. I got my son. He'll play. Yeah, yeah he's we better, go. too. He'll contribute better. <laughs> gonna happen. Hey, there's four. They have confirmed since then. Uh, on same con- console, you can play campaign multiplayer on two-player split-screen or online. It is four-player uh, co-op campaign again. Plus, Chuck is t- is letting him see R-rated movies. We can curse in the in the chat now. I've d- I've deemed it okay. Uh, I'm happy that if you have. If he can watch Shawshank call. Redemption, he can hear us talk. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not a great comparison. <laughs> Andy Dufresne crawled through what 500 yards of shit. We that's make a lot of five football fields. We make a lot of really horrible, horrible jokes. Uh, if our chat ever became public knowledge, it would it would have some issues. Um, moving on, I think Halo Infinite looks very good. Uh, again, I am a fan of Halo. I'm not a massive fan of Halo. So for me, I was just like, sweet, this looks really fucking fun. Uh, and then the music came on, and I was fully in, in like ready for Halo again. Cause oh, it's some of the best done. music in games. Like it's it's really hard to not get amped up when you hear that. Like I, again, I don't love Reach, and I don't love four or five, but like one you through don't three, love like Reach. I don't. I like ODST more than Reach. ODST oh, is my man. second favorite Halo game. Reach is probably second for me. Everyone it's so loves good. Reach is the only one I've never played. You would love it. It's fucking great. I only sure liked Reach for the horde mode they created. That was Halo, hard. Halo 2 is my favorite Halo game. Halo 2's multiplayer was great. The campaign was really fun, but it was only like five hours long. We beat it in one sitting the night it came out. It was awesome. Um, well, people, people bitch too that uh, how dare you play the arbiter? Well, yeah. I don't think it it, it had something to do with that. Those conversations you, still happened in fucking twenty twenty. Anyway, you, you ended the game as the arbiter. I think a lot more. I think people had more of a problem with that than actually playing as the arbiter. Yeah, I remember it. Man, it was stupid. I, Halo one, two, and three are fucking phenomenally fun games. I I have 
really fond memories of playing that and Fight Night Round Two on the original Xbox. But <laughs> Fight Night was the shit. We got. I think we were old enough to get drunk, but we were drunk playing until like four o'clock in the morning fight night at that time. It was so fun. That game is full, just chock full of stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking of oh. Ready to Rumble. My yeah, bad. Ready to Rumble Boxing. <laughs> yeah. Fight Def Jam Icon. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to Rumble was great on the Sega Dreamcast. It was available on Nintendo 64 as well. Oh man, those were good days. I miss that shit. Uh, next on uh, the trailer started getting me hype, and then I realized what it was. And no offense, because a lot of people love this fucking series. Oh. It's just not for me. Uh, State of Decay Three was shown. Can you imagine if they made a game that actually looked like what this trailer is? Like, I get it would be comparisons immediately to like The Last of Us or whatever, but like, man, it looked cool. A third person, like open. Not open world, but, like, in an open environment, fucking, like, single person going after, like, living in a zombie world. Like, it looked so cool. And then they showed the title card, and I was like, God, it's going to be another fucking State of Decay. I mean, that, good on because those games, shit ton of people play those games. But you're right. What you, I was literally about to say, what you're describing is just Last of Us. Someone already made that game. Yeah. Spoiler alert, that is not what State of Decay is. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, it's it's not a bad game, and I have a lot of fun with it, but it's not... At least State of Decay 2 was not like that. How about that? No, it's drive out, empty up a house, pray you don't get caught, go back and increase your settlement, and then do it all over again. Yeah. Which... Yep. Is fine, it's just that trailer looked so much cooler until they showed the State of Decay logo. I was real hyped for this new series that I was seeing, and then I was like, oh, it's State of Decay. There was a zombie deer, you could yell at dogs. Yeah, because that makes everything fun, yelling at dogs. Doug, shut up. See? You, you can't Doug, even fucking Doug. talk. Sorry, Doug, I love you. Drop a car, be useful. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, next up, Forza, because of course, uh, of course, uh, the Grand Turismo segment of the of the show, in which we don't need to talk about it. Forza looks pretty. It always yep. does. Cars look pretty on next gen. Breaking news: Has Forza overtaken Grand Turismo as like the preeminent car series? I feel like oh, for for de Jeez. like a decade now. Years and okay. years and years. Ever since Gran Turismo 3 Apex. <laughs> yep, Gra Gran Turismo 3 is the last time Gran Turismo has been genuinely relevant in the gaming world. It still gets press when it's released, but Forza has become just the significantly better series in almost everybody's eyes. You remember Project Gotham Racing? You remember Drive Club? I do. Oh, God. <laughs> Rest in peace, Drive Club. No. server did. Uh, Star was fun too. Who does points? Uh, next up was uh, we got to see what Rare was wor working on. Um, I actually got really stoked for this. Uh, Everwild was one of the better uh, surprises of the show for me. I thought this trailer was dope. Granted, all CGI, but I really am excited for this because mainly it's Rare. Oh, I think it's. I think that was gameplay. Um, I think that like this was cool when they showed it the first time at like Game Awards a year ago or whatever. But you really didn't know what was going on. Still don't know what the fuck is going on in it. But like it's totally that looks like that's the thing that sold me most on wanting an Xbox was whatever Everwild is. That is a Josh that, ass Josh game. That game looked pretty as fuck. Like it was. I know it doesn't get the graphics comparison because it's like that weird like cell shaded but it was almost like new cell shaded the way it was moving i was like this is fucking gorgeous yeah, yeah it, and it, like it also, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk of it kind of being like an onland sea of thieves type thing or a game that's maybe not so much like beginning to end story and more of like an ever-present world the way sea of thieves is which if that's how rare wants to just continue making games i'm totally fine with it um this has like a lot of those cool like just creatures out in the wild, and I don't know exactly what the point of the game is, but it totally looks up my alley. It, it feels to me like they're animal familiars. Like, uh, depending on what animal you have, you'll have different magical yeah, his abilities. Dark so, I don't know. It looked cool. Okay. As hell, 
Whatever that big furry walrus bear thing was is my fucking choice. Let's go for Elliot. <laughs> You're not wrong. We're all going to get together and just chant around and bring a deer back to life. That's all I know. Now that that happens, right? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, greatest announcement for me during this show, uh, the new Don't Nod series got a new trailer. Um Episodic release uh, coming out August 21st for Chapter 1. Tell me why. I am... Uh, Tell me why. Someone has to do it every time. Uh, I am pretty stoked for this. This is um, just a three-episode series. It's supposed to all be out this year. Uh, supposedly it's already done. Uh, they're Bro, just they have the full schedule out. It's like a week apart, I think. Uh, it's August 27th, then the middle of September, and then the end of September. The last two episodes are like 10 days apart. Um, but we've seen that before and they've delayed it, so who fucking knows? But I hope that's true. Um, because Sept yeah, uh, August 27th, September 3rd, September 10th, literally a week apart for each of them. There we, I was wrong on that, yeah. So cool. Um, well, I'm, it's about, I'm totally uh, on this and it's Game Pass, so I can play it before, like, I can play it as it comes out weekly, don't have to buy it. I'm so in on this. This looks really cool, too. It does. It's two siblings returning to their home in Alaska. It is a brother and a sister, but the brother is trans. Um, and you go back to a time when they were child, they were children, and he was still female. Um, and you play out choices and go through like the abuse from their mother and how that affected uh, their lives. And you make choices, and you see scenes from each sibling and see their point of view of what happens and how they remember stuff differently make different choices and then there's multiple endings to the game so uh, I'm that's an evident I'm, I'm no longer in on this game i didn't realize they had an agenda i'll don't be that guy <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about i mean even joking I, it's just hard to even fucking hear we'll have to talk about <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to match your energy evan i'm up you're right. Uh, I mean, it's fair. Sadly, that's going to be a fuck ton of people. If that was from a bigger company and that was going to be a bigger game than what it is, then you would hear that. But I mean, it's, problem. I mean, it's not like, I mean, Life is Strange became pretty fucking big, way bigger than they thought it was. I mean, and there's gay people in that. I don't know what they expected. Anyways. Any shockers uh, in this game, do you think? I'm sorry, what did you say? Shaka bras in this game? I mean, I can only hope, but uh, I'm excited. This is basically just new life is strange. It's a different different character, different story, with no like weird forced overlap like uh, Life is Strange 2 did. Um, so I'm pretty stoked for this. And also, I have my beliefs and all that stuff. Guys, it's a video game. It's good storytelling. Just fucking play the game without bitching. And that's all I'll say about that. Um <laughs> Quick thing from Moon Studios, we got to see they're going to re-release Ori uh, and the Will of the Wisps uh, for uh, Series X. It'll well, it'll have its free upgrade thing, and it's on Game Pass, so you can play it, and it'll look even better. It's going to run uh, at 120 frames per second, um, which is insane. Somebody somebody made a joke. All of the amazing Ori features your TV can't support, and like it's totally true. But whenever I can get a TV, I will one hundred percent play that game at one hundred frame, one hundred twenty frames, and all that shit. I, that game is amazing. You know whose TV can do it? This guy. You pointed like in front of your face. That was weird. Maybe your screen sucks. Fuck you. Uh. Anyways. Uh. Outer Worlds DLC, Peril on Gorgon, is coming September 9th. Uh, we got some story cool. stuff for that. Uh, I was going to say, Chuck's in. I have, I'm not much on the uh, on the Outer Worlds, although I liked what I played. I just ran out of time, so I don't, I can't make that commitment to go back and play <laughs> that. Game. I don't think this will be a standalone DLC. I don't even think it'll be the same character that you used. In the first uh, first game, I think this will be something totally separate, um, but within the worlds. And this trailer was cut real well. I loved it. I was going to say they know how to cut an entertaining as fuck trailer for that game for sure. 
Yeah, they yeah they always have because Outer Worlds has always looked incredible for me. And to be fair, again, I like the little bit I played, like the four hours I played of Outer Worlds. I just swamped and never went back. Uh, so I am excited for that. Uh, are you going to play that DLC, Chuck? Yeah, probably. Sweet. Is it on uh, Game Pass? Did it, it literally oh, everything yeah. on Game Pass? Then I guess Chuck's going to play it. That's fair. Uh, also, on Game Pass slash Game Preview, uh, and out today, while we record, our friends are currently trying to play this, uh, is Grounded, uh, okay. which, uh, again, basically, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I've actually been looking forward to this for a while. Um, just a playground, and you're out in the yard. Hey, Josh just appeared on screen again. He's oh, back. I'm sorry. You're blurry as fuck, but you're here. Um, now I only see Josh. You're welcome. Chuck is gone. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't like what's happening. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, anyways, um... Grounded yeah, looks grounded. fun. Uh, I, they are failing to play it from what I can see in the chat, but... Um, it's day one of a early release game, so it's totally being tested for a reason. Well, you also are dealing with Lee's internet, which is always an issue, and the fact that Tori's on PC, which is always an issue. Is Boone involved? Because that's the real yeah. issue. You're also dealing with Boone trying to play games with people. Yeah, Chuck and yeah. I went for the same joke. It's I the mean, Where are you guys? Oh, uh, good God. Um, and then back to Obsidian, um, fuck you, they can't make Skyrim, they made a Vowed. Yeah, Obsidian did Morrowind, right? I believe so. Because they, they did, they, well, they did, um, they did New Vegas, they did Knights of the Old Republic 2, um, I could have sworn they were involved in uh, Skyrim before. I don't. Or, I don't think so. Elder Scrolls game, whatever. Well, they made their own Elder Scrolls game because that's what about is. This just looks like Elder Scrolls, and people flip the fuck out for this. And good for them. This is not for Evan, but it looked cool. If I like that style of game, I would be one hundred percent in on this. Oh, I'm super in. Give yeah, I am. I am, I am tentatively in. I really like role playing games and. I don't like Skyrim in the slightest. I don't like first-person role-playing games, but I'm going to give this one a shot because I do like Obsidian. Um, it looked cool as shit, and it totally is the right game for certain developers, for sure. Or for certain fans, for sure. Um, next up was a Evan-ass game uh, that I am real fucking stoked for called As Dusk Falls. Um, this is from a new studio called Interior Night. Um, it was a, this cool blending of, uh, uh, 3D, uh, film and like 2D illustration. Uh, it was very like scanner darkly, um, uh, feel to it. It looked really cool. Uh, it's a adventure game, uh, where like decisions matter and all that. Um, the developer is actually the person, and the person that wrote it is the person that used to be with, uh, oh, fuck, I forget the name, uh, uh, Quantic Dream. They made, yes. uh, it's the person that wrote Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, uh, that's in this, and then they went and created this studio. Um, this game looked cool as hell. Um, it is, uh, a narrative-driven adventure, like I said, it takes place over 30 years with, like, uh, they're calling it a, uh, what was it, a, I forget how they put it, uh, they, oh, they said it's a crossroads between uh, Prestige TV and story-driven games, and I was like, well then, I'm in. Yeah, I looked that Thank up, Chuck, right now. Thank you, Charles. Uh, I was wrong about Obsidian. They did make the stick of truth, though, and that's what really matters. They, well, they also made Pillars of Eternity, which is... Uh, oh, about his... Uh -huh. Avowed is in the Pillars of Eternity universe, by the way. Cool. Pillars of Eternity, I've always wanted to play it. It's a very Diablo-style kind of game. Yeah, um, yeah. Avowed is actually part of that universe, which is another reason why I do want to give it a shot, because I've always wanted to play it as well. Um, I 
want to be excited for the French take on the American Southwest in still picture form, but I just don't know if I can get excited for that game. This game looks awesome. Yeah, I got really fucking hyped for this game. I was like, hell it, yeah. It reminded, very... it reminded me of Nightcall. <laughs> Another Game Pass game. There's a very fine line where walking sims or, you know, like narrative-only games get to be just a little bit too much for me to get excited about. I like to stay very clearly in the Edith Finch, Ethan Carter realm for those. Um, this kind of feels like it's on the other side of that fence, but maybe I'm wrong. You mean you probably on, are. The, on the... Uh, Everybody's gone uh, to the slow-ass walking bullshit side. That's the best and one, by the way. Fuck you. Edith Finch is the best one. No, it's not. Uh, Ethan Carter, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Both of those are great. That Spaceman was I fucking fuck, creepy. I love all three of those, and then also you're, we're forgetting Firewatch. Firewatch was also fucking phenomenal this past year. Oh, it was. Rest in peace in the uh, Valley of Gods. Correct, sir. That fuck game is done hell. for. God, it makes me uh, so mad. So cool. Anyway. They did mention that they, they feel that this is a game that may be like evolved the walking sim into like what it'll be next gen. And that just talking about that, well, I was like, that's kind of cool. So I'm I'm in on that. Chuck's back. I got both of you on screen. Yay. Uh, um, anyways, oh, Boone says Ground has some serious Fallout vibes. He's really trying to get you to come play. <laughs> Boone says Grounded feels like Fallout? Fuck that dude. Boone doesn't know what the fuck Fallout is. He knows what telling me that he'll play Fallout and then not showing up is. Oh, I forgot Fallout 76 is on Game Pass until I went to download uh, Grounded today. Yep. Yep. Uh, next up, everyone's excited for it. I've never played it before, but fuck it, I'm in. Psychonauts 2 looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Psychonauts God. is so good. It's one of this my favorite platformers of all time. Fun. I have never played much Double Fine stuff. I know you guys love it. Talk to me about Psychonauts too and why it's exciting. I just know that was like a fun game. I did Chalice. play That's Double Fine. Bit. I played like an hour and a half of Massive Chalice, and I did enjoy it. Uh, not like Trey, who I no think one was, like, liked it like Trey did. Shit, what's the name Double of that game um, that's a lot like King's Quest? <laughs> <laughs> that's Double Fine. <laughs> what is oh. the name of that? God damn it, we would have asked the question if you just hadn't said you don't remember the name. I forgot. So King's Quest? Broken what? Age. Does it have age in the title? It's Broken Age. That's it! It's a lot like King's Quest! <laughs> um, Jack Black is just Metal Jerry Garcia now. Like, that is what that dude looks like. And he does a whole music video in this trailer. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, Psychonauts 2 is just a really solid, fun platformer with a cool style and, like, fun story. Like, it's just, it's a fun game overall. Like, all around. And this looks like to be a super solid entry and like a game that people have wanted for 20 years that can't, I can't believe exists. It's awesome. I'm, I'm so fucking stoked. I'm very excited for that. Uh, next up, uh, Destiny 2 is coming to Game Pass. They made sure to show that. And uh, it's coming to xCloud, which is, I think, a big deal for them. Um, I'm going to raid on my phone. There you go. And then they also showed uh, a new uh, Destiny expansion called Beyond the Light. And I don't... I, I guess... I think they were showing that on Series X and it with ray tracing. Because that game looked fucking gorgeous. Like, out of nowhere. I was like, what is happening? I was like, I really want to play Destiny 2 for the first time in a while. Ooh, man, I couldn't... I, I, it's amazing how much I put into Destiny 1 and haven't picked up a controller for Destiny 2 ever. It's a good game. Downloaded it. I, downloaded, I downloaded it when it was on uh, the 
PlayStation free games uh, for PlayStation Plus, and I played probably about ten hours. I actually really enjoyed Destiny Two, uh, just playing by myself, um, going at my own pace. I thought it was pretty fun, um, but you know, whatevs. Uh, a cool trailer for a game uh, that a lot of people online got excited for. Uh, Stalker Two is an Xbox game. Mm-hmm. Um, Stalker is a older uh, PC game um, that the sequel is now coming to console. Uh, it was a cool trailer. I just don't know anything about the series other than that it was a PC game that people really liked once upon a time. Damn. There's yep. a lot of Stalker expansions. Yeah, Stalker's been around and popular for a very long time. Boone was very affected by this trailer. He kept talking about it. He's like, but I don't know what Stalker is. And I was like, I, look it up. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Boone. Uh, and then a cool trailer for a game that I was like, what is this? And then Warhammer Dark Tide coming in 2021. And I was like, well, that's cool for the people that play Warhammer. That's not for me. Those Warhammer I'm... games are popular. Vermintide and all that shit. Yeah, that's my oh, yeah, I'm not super stoked for this. And plus... This seemed like it might go into a first-person shooter route with uh, 40K, so I think it's... He, he's pretty excited about it. It looked pretty cool to me. No, it was a cool trailer. It's just I've never gotten into a Warhammer game before. Don't have a lot of desire, but, I mean, to each their own on that. Uh, and then uh, a big middle finger to Josh, exclusive Tetris Effect, con- uh, Tetris Effect Connect coming at the end of 2020. Yeah, you mean that. the greatest announcement of this entire show and looks amazing. And all the content that is exclusive to this particular version, don't worry, will be a free update on my PS4 version come summer 2021. And I will play the fuck out of online Tetris Effect on my PS5. I cannot wait for this. This tra- <laughs> I literally cried when this trailer, when they started playing the music and I recognized what it was. Tetris Effect is so fucking good. I'll tell you all about it when it comes out on Xbox way before that. I mean, I'll also play it there. I just will also go back and play it on my PlayStation. Huh? Are you getting a Series X? I I change my mind on it every day. (laughs) Everwild Uh, is pushing me towards yes. So is Ori 3 whenever that comes out 20 years from now. And maybe Cuphead 2 will eventually happen, but also Hellblade. My Cuphead two DLC for Cuphead. <laughs> um, next up was a game called The Gunk. I don't remember what studio this was from. Uh, just looked like a little action platformer of you crashed on an alien planet um, where you have this like gun slash vacuum giant hand and you uh, soak up a lot of this gunk to create pathways and use it as a weapon and build bridges and stuff like that. It it's looks cool. This, I'm glad it's on Game Pass or I wouldn't try it. It's the SteamWorld developers, which those those yeah. SteamWorld games are all super popular. SteamWorld Dig and whatnot. This, yeah, this reminded me a lot of uh, Cameo, that um, the game. Yeah, elements of power. <laughs> Look at how many enemies we can have on screen and... You can go into your Xbox 360 Blade menu and turn on whatever music you want for the soundtrack. There's a lot of games that did. I that. loved the original hype cycle for the Xbox 360. It was so fun. Image and Form Games. Is it, That's sure. who makes uh, the gunk. Yep. Uh, cameo is then, rare. Yeah. What I thought uh, as maybe the best trailer overall uh, from the whole conference, and but a big old note for me, but I wish I could play it, because but I'm a pussy, is Medium, uh, or The Medium, or is it Medium? I don't know. It's the um, It's got to be. Uh, um, this game looks awesome. Uh, oh, awesome. Like the... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of people are talking about this as though... Uh, it was the like most impressive thing shown during this conference, which I kind of agree. It's very much like the Ratchet and Clank of the PS5 conference, in which like the stuff this game is doing, even though it might not look leaps and bounds graphically better than anything on the current gen, is more than what they could handle. The the 
simultaneous two worlds that you can swap between at the press of a button, like the raw power to be able to pull that off um, and render both those worlds simultaneously in real time is super fucking cool. And this game I am 100% in on. I'm going to play the shit out of this game. It's taking what, like, uh, Titanfall 2 and uh, uh, fucking... uh, Destiny or Dishonored 2. Dishonored. Dishonored 2 did. And taking it to, like, the next step of what that would be of looking into other worlds. Yeah, those games did it in a super limited capacity. This is the entire game is rendering two worlds at the same... It's super cool. Yeah, Um, Right, that's what... It is the ne- the evolution of what they started, and I'm here for it. I just that game will scare the fuck out of me, and I don't yeah, want to. This is the game they announced a while back uh, in the third party conference, and the first time that had this Silent Hill um, music uh, composer or whatever involved. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm real, real excited. Is this an exclusive? It is an exclusive. Just don't let me down like Quantum Break did. I like Quantum uh, Break. Should. That's a top two game in the generation, Quantum Break, to you, sir. Stupid flashing light bullshit. Whatever happened with that. God, I hate that game. I adore that game. Adore it. Uh, uh, Fancy Star Online. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Game Pass. Who's playing? It's amazing. Just like Destiny, how thousands of hours i put into pso1 and have never picked up a controller for pso2 i will say that this game looked pretty good i mean i'm never ever going to play that but it looked kind of cool i mean it's it's been out for like 10 years in japan and it only just now got brought over and is now like randomly super in bed with xbox which is perfectly fine i wanted to play pso2 for the longest time it was just didn't i didn't want to play a japanese game that was only in japanese um I, I, yeah, I just at this point, it's one of those things where like I wanted another Fantasy Star Online because of how much I loved the first one, and what they did is just changed literally everything about the first one and made it a game that like doesn't even resemble what it actually was for me. And like I hate when games do that. I hate when movies do that. Like I want to go back to something because I want more of what I had before. That's fair. Uh, final couple things. Uh... A big showing for Crossfire X, uh, which is oh, caught up apparently in exactly. Uh, it's still a big get for Microsoft because that game has played a shit ton overseas. Uh, I'll give it a try because I like first-person shooters, but I don't see what the big deal is yet. But we'll see. Evidently, it's very good. Um, being developed by Remedy. I'm sorry. The single player is being done by Remedy. I did see that, which I am pretty excited for, because, you know, I'd like me some Remedy. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I'll I'll give it a shot. We'll see. Um, and then the final thing they showed um, for their one more thing was the much-anticipated uh, Fable reveal. Of, that game's a ways off, though. Uh, it was more or less just a cool CGI, like, fairy tale thing with some with some humor in it they had like this little fairy introducing the world and then a frog eats the fairy uh and then just zoom out to cool looking fantasy world i'm just glad fables back i'm very happy that they're just kind of clean slating it's what it was rumored to do or it's not fable 4 it's a rebooting of the fable franchise uh, uh i'm in on this uh there are some rumors that I've, I haven't seen from anything substantiated that some people are saying it's going to be an MMO. I just don't see that. No, uh, I don't think so. But uh, um, the, I the... really enjoyed Fable 1, and I've never, I've only dabbled in Fable 2 and 3, but I really like Fable 1, and I feel like it's a game at my current age and type of gaming I would get more into now than I did when I was in college when the first Fable came out. Fable 1 was a Molyneux joint, right? Wasn't Fable like his Fable big was... promise... Well, Fable Two, Fable Two was also. I've actually got a signed copy of Fable Two from Peter Molyneux himself. Some like something about Peter Molyneux. Like, I know he's probably the biggest fucking douchebag in the entire world, but I also kind of think he's probably pretty cool at the same time. Like that dude loves games, and he loves doing like crazy shit in games. Uh, and I don't think he's made anything in a decade. 
But um, I never was able to get into Fable fully. I am anticipating trying this one for sure. That, like, soft reboot is kind of a theme for this whole conference. Like, Halo Infinite is not Halo 6. Um, Very clearly, they've stated it's not Halo 6. Uh, Forza Motorsport was just Forza Motorsport. It wasn't Forza 27 or whatever it is. Like, I think uh, there's a lot of speculation that they're going to go with, like, updatable platforms for their games less than, like, like, numeral sequels for xbox which could be cool depending on how they pull it off it depends if you get the support like sea of thieves did you know yes because you know game has ever been supported like sea of thieves has that's correct but if you give a game a 10-hour story update you've just got a new you basically got a new game anyway so what's what the fuck's it matter that'd be great i don't see how it's profitable but i guess they're making all that game pass money and also microsoft pretty much xbox yeah, I mean, is just a bonus money. they also can just sell another version of the game that has all of it and make it a paid dlc but like i i think new iterations of the game will come out but i just think that it's going to be like done in like a platform yeah. update style less than like oh here's halo 6 or here's you know gears 12 or whatever I agree. I agree. I mean, because Halo Infinite is still clearly following the Halo storyline where we left off, but yeah, they yeah, have been like six. Yeah, they're weirdly like pointing out, "Hey, it's not six. I'm like, "Okay, we get it." Uh, so and whatever. But I am pretty stoked for Fable, especially for Fable, because it's been so long since we've had a Fable game. It would be weird to be like fable four everybody'd be like oh, okay It'd be like crackdown three the last when we our last generation everybody yeah. was like cool we have well, like crackdown forever my well my oldest son was like what's fable so he's never even heard of us so a soft reboot of that particular title i think is a smart idea especially for people who are getting into gaming right now so my only problem with fable is every time i see fable I just think I want another Kingdoms of Amalur, which I know we're getting that remake with extra content, but don't get me wrong. I might buy two copies of that game just to contribute as much as I can for us to get another new game, Um, which I don't even think is... Well, I guess they bought the rights, so I guess it is possible, but legally, I'm surprised they're even able to make this fucking Kingdoms of Amalur game because Kurt Schilling and his just ravishing the fucking Rhode Island government. And listen, Fable and Kingdoms of Amalur are super different. I know, but they're intrinsically linked in my brain, and the com- like, a lot of people compared the combat of Amalur to Fable when it came out. A well, lot of people. They're stupid. <laughs> I, I've never played Kingdoms of Amalur, but I remember seeing it, and I did play Fable, and I don't remember thinking that that looks like a similar game. King, Kingdoms of Amalur is more like a third-person Elder Scrolls than it is Fable. Yeah. Oh, no, the, like, not combat-wise. Not at all. The combat is very, like, combo-heavy, and, like, it's, it's... God, it's so fucking good. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, so, they also confirmed we're going to be getting another show later this year. Um, my, like I said, my guess is... I heard that they're pushing for the initiative to get a cinematic trailer together for what they're working on. Perfect dark. Um, We haven't seen anything from Compulsion Games. Um, I would like to see what they're working on, even if it's We Happy Few 2. I shockingly enjoyed We Happy Few. Um, That was a way better game than I thought it was going to be. And there's a few other. You're right. You were 100% right. Uh, It was also a completely different game than what it was when it first debuted on Game Preview. Uh, Yeah, it was awful. It was way less (laughs) game at that point. Um, So, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see what else they have left. Um, What did you guys think of the show overall? I'll tell you what. Fuck Ubisoft, because it wasn't a great conference. And fuck Nintendo, because that wasn't anything. Uh... You've had some time to reflect on both shows now. What would you? What letter grade do you give PlayStation Conference, and what place? What letter grade would you give Microsoft? It's a very tough spot to be put in. Um, 
I would say a B plus for Microsoft, even though uh, it didn't sell me on feeling like I need to buy an Xbox. It sure as hell sold the game pla- that Game Pass value and showed a lot of games that if I was getting an Xbox for sure, I would be happy to be able to play on Game Pass. Uh, being a Sony fan as I am, I ate up like all of the Sony conference, seeing the box, which is something I think looks really cool and is like up my alley and uh, wasn't expecting. Plus horizon and all that shit like i'm at a solid like a minus to a uh the only thing that they could have done would have been to sneak in like a god of war tease or something like that that was like completely unexpected but miles morales ratchet and clank for horizon kena like there was just so much out of that playstation conference that i was excited for um that i would put it slightly above but microsoft did a really good job with this i think um I think the the conferences were both uh, very solid. Um, I'm much more of an Xbox person than a Sony person, which has been much discussed on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> so they they reinforced both of my, you know, stereotypes for both of those systems. Um, so that Sony didn't like. I'm I'm essentially the opposite of Josh. I, Sony didn't drive me crazy because I don't give a shit about. Horizon and uh, the Spider-Man thing, even though I love that game, was kind of a announcement for a half game anyway. Uh, so I'd, I'd give uh, Sony a B plus and Xbox an A minus. Okay. But can there's, I convince you? There are some... Okay, go Talk about bug snacks. Talk about bug snacks. You just oh, lowered. Yeah. You just you just lowered Sony's grade for me. <laughs> I knew what I was doing when I got into this. His fingers were made uh, out of curly fries. <laughs> he was carrying a lantern uh, and he dropped it with his wiener hands. Get lower. <laughs> get way fucking lower, man. Uh, I there are strong rumors that that Miles Morales is going to come with a completely uh, upresed uh, remastered version of uh, PS4 Spider-Man for next gen. Makes sense. People are blowing uh, way out of proportion the fact that they're saying Miles Morales comes with a 60 frames per second or high or 4K pack mode or whatever. Like, I think that is. Did you not see that? No. Yeah, I just don't understand why people are freaking out about that. That because games have been doing that for a while. That's the whole point. Oh, it's the next generation. We're supposed to be done with this. I thought the whole point of the next gen was to get away from having to make that choice. Like one. Didn't think we were ever really going away from that. And two, this is also a cross-generation. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a... The, the framework of a PS4 game is in here. And I'm yeah, pretty sure there built- is a PS4 version of it. So it's not like Naughty Dog pushing their next IP at, you know, 4K 60 frames. It's Insomniac putting out a game less than two full years after their giant Spider-Man comes out and their giving us like a 20 hour or 10 hour in between story. Like I, it's crazy that people are upset about that to me. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, me personally on the, on the uh, uh, conference grades, I go like very high B plus for Microsoft. I do wish we had seen uh, like maybe one more, like really big game, like for next gen, um, but, I mean, kudos on them. If it's not ready, it's not ready. But I did want to see, like, the initiative, or at least... I mean, I get it. They've only been a studio for 10 years, so I... Or, 10 years, 2 years. So I get why that's not really ready. Um, or maybe just something really big. I think it was missing, like, one thing for me. Uh, overall, it was great. What They sold the shit out of Game Pass. It means, it, like I said, it's the best deal in gaming. And they just, I mean, had a fuck ton of games, of which, like, 80 to 90% I really want to play. And that's a hell of a win. I have Sony slightly ahead of them, um, at an A minus. Um, so they have probably more games I didn't care about, but they had a whole lot of the in between games that I liked. Advantage on Xboxes because I know I can play them on Game Pass and Sony. Some of those I, I will never get to play because I just unless they get major hype, I'll either forget about them or won't play them. But they had the bookends of Miles Morales. And Horizon. I'm not a huge Horizon guy. I love the world of it, um, and I think it's a gorgeous game. I just don't love the gameplay of it, but I'll still play it. 
Um, and for me, I put them slightly ahead just because of that. I think it was a ma- a really big get getting timed exclusivity with Bethesda with two games that I really fucking want to play. Um, for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, and uh, 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 Arcane's new game, which I've suddenly forgotten the name of, um, where you play as like the Deathloop. Yes, I, I'm so stoked for both of those, and knowing they're they're coming to PlayStation. Uh, first, I'll be getting those on PS5. So uh, I, that's what puts them slightly ahead for me. But overall, I thought both uh, both companies did a really fucking good job. Now wait for the Switch 2 announcement show. Mm, I don't <laughs> think that... I mean, mm. uh, no, I don't think it's gonna. Um, God, they're, somebody... they're still selling the fuck out of Switches. Somebody tried to fake together a, like, August Nintendo Direct like leak or whatever, and it was some oh, of I thought it was ridiculous. First of all, they called it Legend of Zelda: Depth of the Wild, and it made me so angry to read that fucking stupidity. But it was basically like, oh, Bayonet is real, and it comes out on this date, and Metroid Dredge is real, and it comes out on this date, and Depth of the Wild, come, like it was just it was ridiculous and hilarious. But hey, Nintendo needs to fucking show us something, by the way. Just to kind of throw that out there, because what the fuck do they have this year? Metroid is never coming out. <laughs> Fair. That game is so far fucking away, and I'm starting to think Bayonetta 3 isn't real anymore. Uh, and I fucking love Bayonetta 2. Uh, anyways, yeah, Nintendo, you're lagging behind a bit. Uh, Microsoft, Sony, you're doing a fucking awesome job, I thought, both of them. Uh, let's cut it there. Uh, we're gonna be, stick around for the third show. We're gonna talk about what we're uh, what we're playing. Um, all right. Um, we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, some Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, we'll be talking about Forager, uh, Des- Desperados Three. Is that my? That's right. Yeah. Desperados Three. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll end up, uh, me and Josh will be talking uh, full spoilers on Last of Us 2 finally as I finally beat it. Uh, so we'll be talking, we'll be talking pretty good about it. Have you started that game yet, Chuck? Nope. You're not. Solid. All right. Hear about all, all those games by checking out the third show. We'll see you there. listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for part three and make sure to download part one as well don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app don't forget that you can now subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the show as we record and you can catch our live streams on the free for all facebook page Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Oh, my God, I want him in my mouth.